Jeb Burton, two-time winner, Talladega in the Xfinity Series. His team owner, Jordan Anderson, his first race win. I was there hanging out next to Jordan Anderson's pits, and it was a fantastic celebration with these guys. First-time owner, winner for Talladega, and two-time winner, Jeb Burton. Joining us now, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. So, Freak Nation, last time we had Jordan Anderson here in the Freak Nation, it was Phoenix, and you're telling the stories about catching fire in the truck. Well, we're back at the place where you caught fire in the truck, my friend, but a much better ending to this storybook weekend for you. I tell you, this is something you dream about for your whole life. And, you know, for me, when I started racing at seven, it was to, to win a NASCAR race. And now that I've kind of got the owner hat on, that was still always a dream to see one of our cars take the take the checkered flag first and to have it happen almost six months after what happened here at Talladega. Like such a such a love hate for this place, but a special one because all that my family and I went through and, and you know, my wife is here today. She was here when the fire happened and everything that went on between then and thinking about life and where the team was and all that we've had to fight through to get here. I mean, you look at the weekend, what a, what a, you couldn't have scripted this better. You know, mm-hmm. both cars qualified in the top 10. I didn't even know, I, I was so, so about to fall to pit box. I was so happy for Jeb. And then I see that the 31 finished seventh. And I'm like, man, both cars qualified in the top 10. Jeb won a stage. Both cars finished in the top 10. This is such a tough track and, and one where it really rewards the driver. It rewards the crew for their hard work. And, and I kid you not, our guys have worked. They get the shop at 6.45, 6.50. They've been working until midnight, a lot of nights. And I'm very blessed and very fortunate to have guys that believe in what we're trying to do here, that this is just a, a stepping stone to bigger and better things for all of us that we're trying to do with this team. And, you know, it wasn't 2000 and, uh, 2019 when we raced down here, 18, 19, coming down here in Dooley and Gooseneck. And I remember the first time I ran Talladega in 2015, I brought a short track truck here. And people looked at me like I was crazy. And I was just like, oh, I had it at the time. But, you know, to come from that to here, winning a race, there's a very short list of, of people that have won races and do it with Jeb and have our team etched in the record books of a winner. It's like, and we made the playoffs now. We're locked in the playoffs. And my mind automatically goes like, all right, we're in the playoffs. There's bonus money that comes to that. That means we can build better race cars. We can keep everybody paid through the winter. It's like my mind went to all these things. It's like, wow, like, what an emotional roller coaster! But what a blessing! I'm God is good through all this. I mean, you look at what happened and um, the the triumph over you know what happened here is pretty special. I just you're right. Did you even think about that you were in the playoffs with that win? Yeah, no. I tell you, I was one of the like when they were rolling around to caution. Like, man, if he can win this thing, this is a playoff, like automatic playoff berth spot for our team. It's mm-hmm. like now we get to enjoy the rest of the year and <laughs> keep pushing to get better every week, and hopefully we'll get the 31 to win and have both of them in there and really make some people mad. <laughs> Dude, uh, we're so happy for you. It's crazy how social media has gotten on your back and ridden you to positivity to Victory Lane. Congratulations. I, I appreciate it. I'm very blessed to be surrounded by a lot of great people. You, you're you very close to Lucas Oil family. I mean, they've been with me since 2015. John Bomarito was with me since 2016. We partnered up and... You know, you, you can only you, you can only do this when you're supported by great people. And it's the fans, the partners, everybody that believes in this. And we're here today because of every single person that's either helped. You know, one of my great friends, Randy Knighton, was here. I, ran, I walked in the wrong condo in 2012, and he became a great friend and would buy tires. And he bought tires for us again today. And it's like 
just just somebody like him that's helped keep this journey going year after year and just so thankful for everybody that helped makes this happen so hopefully this is our first of many more victory land interviews and next time we can be much more in depth about how awesome the day it was paychecks so. through the winter paychecks <laughs> through the winter thank you man appreciate you thank you man thank you, you guys jeb burton joining us here at the freak nation at talladega winner jeb burton joining us yes, sir. here in the Freak Nation. And uh, I think I damn near teared up in that post-race press conference. I know it's been tough, my friend. Yes, sir. But this is uh, this is amazing what you've gone through to be sitting here in front of me and in front of all the masses with this race win. And you're still smiling. Yeah, man. It would, uh, we went through a lot to get here on and off the racetrack and uh, just huge race win for our race team and just excited to get home and celebrate. You talked about really having the race car, having the people around you. That's what is so different than the 30th place cars that you had in the past. Can you explain to the Freak Nation the difference in whether it's the team, the team owner, the people around you versus what you've had? Yeah, it's just uh, the culture um, is a lot of fun. Uh, it feels like late model racing and um, just, uh, you know, Shane, my crew chief, keeps me pumped up. Jordan, um, it's just a lot of fun, man. Just having a lot of fun racing, and we've uh, made it fun again to be at the racetrack. You're looking down at your phone, and I understand oh, a lot, yeah. a lot of people. 400 text messages. A lot of people are, are excited for you because it's the it's the underdog getting yes, this win. You and Jordan. Yes, sir, for sure. A Anderson. Uh, what kind of conversations did you guys have coming into this? What did you need to do to get this way? Well, we needed to make our car better from Daytona. Mm -hmm. And I really was on them about that. And uh, my guys did. They worked really hard, made the car better. And it was good enough to, to get it done today. Um, I think we can still make that car better. And the good thing about it is it's in one piece and we can mm -hmm. take it back. And I wish we were coming back here in the fall. But uh, hey, we're... Uh, we're only going to one more speedway race, so um, excited to to get to Daytona, but really pumped up about next week at uh, Dover. We're in the dash for cash, and just excited about that, and um, ready to go. I'm going to end it with this. I'm a father. I'm a father of a nine-year-old, and what you said about your dad, about wanting to give you the best that he can, and the fact that you said that your father said he felt like he was a failure, I, I know that feeling as a father, and that's just like, oh. And that's far from the damn truth. He's, he's not a failure at all. He just can't write the check. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd rather not race than my dad pay for my racing career. That's not what it's supposed to be about. That's not what the sport was made on. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. So if I don't get to race anymore, it is what it is, but I'm lucky that I have all these partners mm -hmm. that believe in me and um, just excited, man. Just excited. What's the first thing you're going to do with your dad when you see him? I'm going to hug him. I'm going to hug him. <laughs> and uh, I got some buddies I just text. Um, I'm going to try to get all of these text messages, but mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to get home and watch sun come. What has your mom done for you in your racing career? My mom's career? been my rock. Um, I'm closer to my mom probably than my dad just because, um, you know, I'm close to my dad, obviously. But, you know, I, I've just kind of always been kind of like a mama's boy, mm -hmm. you know, just about personal things, things going on. So I'm um, just excited to see her. She's She's been, 
you know, everything. I am. Um, just ready to get home. I'm going to let you get home, man. I'm going awesome. to let you watch Thank the sun you. come up, all right? Thank you. I Thank appreciate you. you. Congratulations. Thank you. There you go. It's a double hit for you. Mm, yeah. How about that? Self-admitting mama's boy. I like that. The post-race press conference there in the media center, he was talking about his dad, and he he got emotional about it. <laughs> I think every one of the media members in there were just looking around going, oh, man, oh. This, is, this is stuff. He, he laid it out there saying, if my dad came in and spent all of his money, we'd last a year. And uh, in the Xfinity series in a race car, it's like he just went deep uh, to the point where you're just you're not squirming, but you're just not used to that, to taking such a deep dive with it. We all know about Ward Burton, Daytona 500 winner and how many years he spent in the, in the Cup series. But holy smokes. Digging deep. Which is what we appreciate. Yep. Getting to know these heroes, these the stars of the sport that we love, but getting to know them more on a personal level. And when they go there voluntarily, thank you. Even if it is a little bit uncomfortable, it's like, see, they're normal people like us. I, I, I appreciate that. And even the story, we got about uh, 45 seconds. Even the story, Statman Crash, Richie, about... Jordan Anderson talking about the dude that he ran into. He walked into the wrong condo and the, the guys have been friends for 11 years now. And the guy still buys his tires for him. <laughs> <laughs> I walked to the Such wrong condo stories. in Big Bear and almost got my head blown off. <laughs> guy never bought me tires. I need the tires after I got the hell out of there. <laughs> oh, freak nation.